thank you for reaching out. Like, I love when people do this. You don't, people don't even know that like update episodes, you know, cause I think it was like February, right. When we talked first, yeah. so much has changed in your life. It sounds like since then. And I think people want to hear that, you know, there's inspectors that are like, Oh yeah, I remember, I remember James, like what, what the heck's he doing now? So thank you. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, it's one of those things where the reason why I sent you that email is because so much stuff has changed, man. I've learned so much and, you know, taking into a lot of the stuff from other podcasts that I listen to, because I, I listen to every single one. Um, and I've just, I've gained so much information that, man, sometimes I sit and I think how many other inspectors are kind of in the same boat yes. and they're they're lost and they're confused and, and whatnot. And because I, I will say that as a, as a business owner, say, say someone is listening to this and they're starting out, it's a lonely place to be because you try looking at um, Facebook and all that stuff. And that can be, not be the most positive um, aspect. Right. And so, um, yeah. So since we did a podcast, so I left UPS um, March 31st and um, hired my first employee who uh, um, started in June and started onboarded in June and now in July um, started full on doing inspections. Um, I brought in a, an office team. And uh, when I say office team, I use uh, small hive. So mm -hmm. shout out to them. Yeah. And, um, um, and business has been wonderful. So last year I was part-time and, and I'm okay with sharing numbers by the way. And we'll talk about that, but you know, last year, part-time, I think I did uh, one uh, 66 or something mm -hmm. like that. That's just, that was me doing a part-time while working full-time. Amazing year. Yeah. And, and this year, my goal was um, 250 and it looks like we're going to be at 279 or 280. And so for me, that's a, that's a huge success. Um, I know a lot of people might listen to this and they or listen to a podcast and they hear, about someone saying, yeah, we did 500 inspections or 600 inspections, you know, but I think one of the things that you've got to pay attention to is that um, set yourself a goal, live by that goal. And if you achieve that goal, you're, you're, you're successful, right? Mm -hmm. I would have said, hey, I want 600 inspections this year. What one is that's not even a smart goal because it's not even realistic, right? But if I, if you set yourself a goal and do that goal, then you're successful. So it doesn't matter. People can talk about numbers all day, but for me, a win is 275. I'm over the goal that I wanted to do. I'm making revenue, which I wanted to do. I'm making profit, which I wanted to do. And I'm making, and I have money in savings and I wanted to do that, right? And it can only go up from, from here. So, um, but that's a little bit about what I've, I've experienced and um, as, far as, as far as growth. And then Small Hive has been great. And the inspector that called me, reached out to me and found out that I was hiring is because he, was licensed already and he listened to Spectora podcast. What? He actually, he actually had heard me and said, and he said, he shared it with his wife and he said, man, this guy lines up with what I, who I want to work for. And so, yeah, so he's, uh, he's on board and he found me because he listened to us. Wow. This is, so, this is an amazing exercise and you manifesting your destiny because, you know, you, interacted you were assertive and getting with me you got on your episode was very popular because it was very i think very relatable in your story of going part-time to full-time and having the job and talking about the realities of it and then you talk numbers i think people love what's real people love to just get to the numbers everyone's 
too shy about talking about that nowadays. Um, so good for you. That's so exciting. So great yeah, to hear. Yeah, and now we're just trying to focus on on being different. Um, on, you know, I listened to all the other podcasts about what the inspection world is going to look like, and um, but even even today, I just wanted to kind of spitball with you and let's talk about some ideas and stuff like that because I feel like um, that first of all, that's what I want to listen to. Yep. You know, yep. Right now, and so um, we want to hire a marketing team. And um, because I feel like a marketing team can do much better than me. Mm -hmm. And so one thing I've learned is about leveraging your time. And um, I'd rather leverage my time and have somebody else do marketing. And so um, there's a question I have for you. Uh, to kind of One sec. I want, yeah, let's get to the ideas in a second. But I, I, I don't want to gloss over the big um, kind of milestone of leaving the full-time job. I, I want to, I want you to kind of update people on the thought process there and kind of what that was like emotionally. And if there was any, any learnings from that, because I know a lot of listeners, they still may have that part-time job. They may have a full-time job still. So I just want to, one, congratulate you on that. And two, um, just give you some, give you a few minutes to talk about that. Yeah. No, thanks. It, I think I had it a little bit different than most, you know, I had a job where um, I, I could, they, I'll be honest, they didn't necessarily know that I had an inspection company. I'm not there anymore. So there you mm -hmm. go. But, yeah. Um, I had enough freedom in my job to be able to launch something um, and prepare kind of in the background while doing it and not worry about, oh my gosh, there's not enough money coming in right. to survive. So I think it's a little bit different because a lot of people say, hey, I'm ready to go full-time into inspections. I'm going to quit my job. Cold and turkey. They quit their and they go cold turkey, right? And they go, and then this phone's not going to ring on its own. It's just, it's just not. You can have the best website ever, and your phone's not going to just ring. It's just, it's just not. And so, um, um, when I quit my job, I already had a good source of agents. So I feel like I was blessed in that way. I just was. I was blessed in that way. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, would I continue with UPS and quit my job and just do? do a whole nother career in inspections without any um, marketing first. So uh, definitely I would say reach out to agents before you make that, make that, make that leap. Cause that's what I, that's what I did. Um, you know, people talk about all the time of um, you know, going to open houses or, you know, um, oh, listen, I have a lot of my agents that use me because they met me at an open house. Um, and so we can talk about tips and ideas later, but, um, but yeah, it was actually a, a good feeling. Was it a little bit stressful? Well, let's talk about the real stuff. Life ins uh, insurance, health insurance. Yes. Right. Yep. I'm, I'm paying a, a fortune for health insurance. I just am. It's unbelievable of how expensive it is. UPS has such a great insurance program and I left that. Um, so that's, um, you know, that is, uh, so that's, that's, so that's hard. So you got to think about stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, I was a little bit stressed on things like that, but I feel like I had enough business coming in for me to be comfortable in making that decision final and being okay with that decision, if that makes sense. Yes, I believe that the benefits, uh, you know, I have, I have a daughter and a family, so I can say this, but I feel like the benefits excuse sometimes gets in the way and is a barrier to people realizing the unlimited upside that being an entrepreneur has. And so I think 
it's a scary thing, but it's one of those lines that just gets repeated generation after generation. Oh, well, they have good benefits. You know, you got to stick with what's safe. And there's a trade-off to everything, right? And I think you're experiencing the great side to that, whereas that cost becomes minuscule, you know, once things take off and, and you become successful. I mean, no risk, no reward, right? I mean, that's that's overused, but that's such a, that's such a true statement because um, you just got to go out there. And the ideas that I have that I want to do, at least for my business in our area is all risk. It really is. Yeah. Um, so I, but that's, that's for me. That's, I'm a risk taker. So but the way, the way you kind of laid the groundwork for this over the course of like at least a year, right? Wasn't it at least mm-hmm. a year of the pre-planning, the meeting agents, the ramping it up? I love that approach so much more than the ones that go full blast. They turn the hose on for like a month. And then they're feeling disappointed when things don't work out on day 31 or 32. I think you're right. It just doesn't work like that. It's not in most cases, it's not just a blast the hose on and then you win or lose, like give yourself a chance by extending the runway like you did. So big fan of how you did it. Yep. Absolutely. No, it's, uh, it's been great. Listen, yeah, it's, it's been great. I have no, no complaints. And um, I'm, I was thinking this morning, it's like, man, I, it's, it's going well. It's a slow week, but I don't, I'm not, I'm not stressed about, I don't, you can't let the slow weeks stress you out. Oh no. You know? Yeah. They uh, come anything, If anything, the stress, the, the slow weeks should motivate you if anything. Right. Oh yeah. They light a fire all the time down week. What are we doing? You know, and so let's, let's get into the ideas. I love this. I, this is somewhat of a newish format. So I'm excited to just uh, free flow, see what we can come up with and uh, see what's on your mind and we'll go. Well, here's a, so here's a question I want to propose to you. So when do you have a home inspection? Just in general, just if, you know, if I put on my agent hat after you go under contract. Right. So the, the way I look at it for the, for the Northwest is we have, we have clients in one, you know, one side and then we have agents mm-hmm. and we got to figure out how to, I got to figure out how to market towards agents. Um, and then there's this client piece. And I would say 99% of our referrals are actually directly from agents. So we're lucky in that way. I feel, I feel like in the Northwest, mm-hmm. so I'm not fighting over Don Doe and who has better, you know, website or all that stuff. However, um, I was talking with a marketing team actually this morning about this, but how come clients, homeowners don't get inspections without being involved in a real estate transaction? Like just when they live in a home. So year three, four. you bought a house, you bought a house eight years ago and you've never been, we have crawl spaces here. So mm-hmm. you've never, you've never been in the attic. You've never been in the crawl space. Um, it's been eight years. You have no idea what's going on. You notice maybe your water pressure is down. And um, so what do you, I, what, what do you do? You, you don't think about, you don't, you don't think about getting a home inspection. Right. I think it's a, it's not a, it's not a branded thing yet. And I think there's opportunity there. I've always, I know the industry has tried the annual home checkup and, and maybe it's just not the right packaging. Maybe no one's, I think just done it in a automated, easy to remember kind of positive way. Um, yeah. What, what, what are you thinking here? What do you think would, would play well? Well, first off, you've got to, and I've, I've dialogued with friends about this and I've asked them the same question. But so one of the things that I've learned is you've got to let them know uh, 
um, that you're gonna solve a problem and you gotta let them know what that problem is. So you've gotta actually introduce a problem and bring a problem to surface, right? Mm -hmm. So let them know of a problem they didn't know that they had, that they have, you know? Um, I'm going through the, uh, I don't know if you heard of Business Made Simple, um, but I, I, follow, I follow them um, like crazy and they're talking about one-liners, right? So what's a one-liner um, to be able to target your, your, your audience? So for example, it'd be something like, hey, Kevin, um, did, did you know that you have water in your crawl space? Did you know that you might, might have rats and critters up in your attic? When's the last time you checked? Do you have a thermal gun? Did you check and see if you have moisture in the walls? Let us come in and just give you a checkup on your house, right? So it's all about branding and stuff like that. I don't think it's been done because every time I talk to someone about a home inspection, it's always buy, sell, buy, sell, buy, sell, right. buy, right. sell. And I just think that there's this huge, huge bucket of revenue that we're not even, we're not even tapped into, right? And the way I look at it is I used to drive for Uber a while back. And I remember going through all that process and hearing all the negative stuff about the taxi companies, like in New York, who, wait a minute, you know, we've been doing this, so all union and all that good stuff. And the way I look at it is, man, good for Uber and Lyft, right? Somebody came up with an idea, taxis, it's taxis, right? Taxis have been around for year, years, mm -hmm. right? And someone decided to go, I'm going to make this and I'm going to modern in it, you know, modernize it up. And I'm going to create something new and something different. And that's what they did. And the taxis, you know what? The way I look at it is the taxi companies could have easily had done the exact same thing. Yellow, what a yellow cab, you know, that's yeah. the biggest one, right? Yeah. Yellow cab could have done an app, could have hired people off the street to drive their own cars. They could have done that, but they didn't. And then in previous podcast, we talk about, I know you mentioned like, what if Home Depot gets into home inspection, home inspection business, right? When the flows gets into the home inspection business and all these other bigger, um, we call it big money, right? Into the home inspections. But why wait for that when I feel like there is something, it's like, honestly, Kevin, I feel like it's right there. I just haven't grabbed it yet. I, I know I'm in the right direction, but um, I just think that there's a, a bunch of revenue that we, in the industry, that we don't even have. And we, to be honest with you, we don't even think of. Yeah, I agree. I think there's been a lack of creativity up until up until now. I think there's there's smarter minds more now than than in the five six years I've I've been around home inspectors thinking about this. And so you'll be happy to hear that we we will be enabling the ability to create a recurring service charge inspectora. And so it's targeting this almost exact mindset of whether you you know, do sprinkler blowouts, clean out gutters for people or do an annual, um, inspection. The gap, I think you mentioned that's so important is like being able to have a solution in a con, you know, if you're going to point out that the HVAC, you know, needs servicing or something like that, you better have someone in line and ready to book it for them. Right. Instead of just saying, Hey, here's a problem. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out the door. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's where the recommended contractors piece comes in. So I, I believe for those that are thinking like you, we're entering a, an era that's going to have like explosive growth for some of these companies. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, and I think it's changing the mindset, even within inspection companies, you know, mm -hmm. um, I, I, I asked this question, we have a local inspection group and I had asked this question, Hey, what's the biggest problem facing the industry today? 
And one person said too many inspectors. <laughs> um, the other one said that um, inspectors coming in just low value, right? They're, they're charging 300, 200 bucks mm -hmm. for an inspection or whatever. And I'm like, I read those and I, I can respect those answers. I think they're, I think they're actually spot on, but I think they're missing, they're missing it. Cause nothing about that was about, about growth, you know, internal growth of their business. No, it just wasn't. It's all reactive. Yeah. yeah it's all, this is happening to us. It's all, yep. You, you, you saw, I have written down on a, on a notepad, but it's, uh, we're as an industry, I feel like we're reactive, not proactive, you know? Um, we don't plan ahead for the future. We don't think about it. We kind of like, oh, I have eight, 10 inspections this week. Let's do them, you know? Um, and one person did say something on this group that was, he, he, he said something, but it's kind of on the side. And he said that, uh, you know, the only people that really do the marketing are the people who are just starting out or people that want to expand. And so I, I read that and I'm like, well, that means you're not doing marketing. And I, I went and I went through, and I'm not trying to nitpick other companies, but I went and I looked at, I spent one day and I went and looked at 50 to hundred websites. Mm -hmm. And they all say the exact same thing. There's nothing about them. That, there's nothing about them that do anything. Different. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was a, there's a Facebook ad um, for, for an inspector in my area, you know, it's targeting my area. Well, they're, I think they were located in Kentucky. Mm -hmm. You had no idea. You probably had no, no idea. idea that he was, no idea. So he's spending money on that. But this is what it said we do raid on sewer and thorough inspections. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So do lots of people. So you take that, so you take exactly. So you take that example and you're, you're not creating a problem for anybody else. If I was a homeowner and I am a homeowner, why would I, why would I look at that and go, what? It's just, it's just selling your service, right? We've got to take it a step further to expand to more value. You're right. Because I think inspectors get nervous or mad or whatever when people mention home inspections as a commodity or it's becoming a commodity. And it's like, let's fight that by being more creative and adding more value and let's make it not a commodity. So then the, the new guy that wants to charge 300 looks, looks very cheap in comparison to someone that charges four or 500 and offers all these other things, all these other services and providers and referrals and all that. Yeah. Yep. yep. Well, 100%. Here's a question for you. I've, yeah. there's, there's a, I've noticed just anecdotally in my life, there's a lack of, of good handymen everywhere, just in, in all, in all markets, basically. There's not a lack of people that know how to do all these things. There's just a lack of professional handyman businesses that are ready and willing to help people out with everyday things. When I think of an annual maintenance inspection or a checkup inspection that turns up all these little things, are these things just going to start needing to be done by home inspection companies in-house? Do you guys hire a handyman? Do you start connecting with others in your area? How does that all work in your eyes? There is a, I think there's a creative way to do that. But in the state of Oregon, you're not allowed to bid or do any work of the house that you inspected for up to a year after. Got it. Right. Now, is there anything wrong with um, finding a guy who's licensed um, and maybe doing a different CCB, you know, a different license mm -hmm. uh, and then having him kind of be, what if I, what if I have two companies? Yeah. 
Bridgetown inspections and Bridgetown maintenance. You know, yep. I, I don't, is that is that allowed? I I don't know. That is that a loophole? I don't know. I don't want to be dishonest. I want to be I want to be on, on the up and up. But those are the kind of things that I'm thinking about. Yeah. Um, there's a guy who he's not licensed, but he said he's going to get licensed. He works at a property management group right now. Uh, he only charges me 20 bucks an hour. I mean, he hung up the barn doors and all this stuff for me. And nice guy. And I thought, man, if I could get him on board somehow, some way to be able to perform these maintenance things, because um, we're always getting, I'm always seeing on Facebook groups of like, hey, looking for this, looking for that. He's booked, looking for this. And if I have a guy that's just, that's my guy and I can Beautiful. control his schedule. Beautiful. Nobody else will have nobody else will have that you know what i mean so you gotta so yes i want to do that i just don't know i've got to gotta figure out the legal way to do it yeah sure and, and i think i had this conversation on the last episode with super inspector it hasn't aired yet but we talked about how in every almost every other industry on the planet there are there's referrals people get paid for referrals there's people with sister companies that fulfill business as long as they're transparent and they say what's going on and they tell the, the, they tell the consumer that, Hey, you could, you can shop around for a handyman. If you want, we have a company that does that exact thing. And super inspector said 10 times out of 10, the customer's like, yeah, can you just book it? I don't care who does. Like, I just need this baseboard <laughs> done. You know, I, I don't understand where the, the fear base came in. I don't, I don't understand that. You know, it's the ones like, I'm afraid I can't do that because, because why? Because you might get sued. How many times have you been sued? Never. <laughs> really? You know, if, if I'm inspecting a house, Kevin, and there's a, an exposed wire, what do you think I created that exposed wire? <laughs> do you, think I, you know, do you think I, you know, you have open ground. Do you think I created open ground in your house so I can make money on your open ground? That doesn't make, that doesn't, there's no, that doesn't right. make sense to me. Yeah. So why not just, why not just do it? And we got to elevate the industry to just focus on being ethical, focus on solving problems, and we're all going to be okay. And I think I love where your head's at with this. Um, I think that's a model that's going to take that's going to take hold, and we're we're going to be definitely creating the tools so to make it easy to book these follow up inspections. And I think that that's the gap here is everyone's like, oh, everyone's tried annual maintenance inspections, it doesn't work. I think we suck at marketing as an industry. And so if we present it better and, you know, give people the text message with the button with convenient times to just book it and tell them what's included, it's going to work. Yeah. There's a, um, so I'm working on a campaign right now that I think it's going to work. It's, it's, um, it, it's sending not just, it's not just an email campaign, but it's a, like, it's a marketing campaign and it's, um, an idea I have is, and I have somebody helping me with this, but we're going to be creating like an ebook of, of how to do stuff in your house mm. and uh, for, more for more information, click here. Now I have, so if they click, you know, it's on, it's a Facebook ad or something like that. They click, now I have their email address yep. and I'll be, you know, sending a free ebook that's being written right now. And then we'll send that, you know, send them emails and all that stuff. And hopefully it could be five, six, seven weeks, but they're like, you know what, we're just going to hire this guy come out and hire this guy to come out and do, do our house. So that's kind of the, the idea. Um, Beautiful. And look, it's, it's not going to be an overnight thing. It, it, it might take a month. It might take two months. It might take a quarter. It might take two quarters by this. And it's a marathon, not a sprint. And you've got to just like not give up so fast. You know, um, I had a, 
I think I mentioned this last podcast, but you know, I, when I first got started, I had these little signs that I made up, um, says ask the inspector. And I was at a coffee shop, you know, and they, and I'm thinking that man, everybody's going to just like eat this up. You know, they have a question about your house. They're going to hop in. And I even was going to buy them coffee and, uh, breakfast right nice. nothing like nothing and on facebook it's on facebook i would actually go um yeah it's great this morning you know great discussion and my wife you know would be like did you have anybody there i'm like no <laughs> great discussion. like i had a great great discussion with my kid who showed who, who was there so um it's uh um but you took a that, shot that you took a yeah, shot and look i didn't I did that for like three or four months. I mean, I, I was like, I, I did that. The next step is um, I want to, uh, and I think other contractors, electricians, plumbers would eat this up, but I want to do, um, uh, you know, the story on Instagram, what do, they, what do you call it? Live, the real, mm -hmm. um, but I want to interview different electricians, you know? Um, like if I'm driving around and I see an electrician, like at a house, I'm going to stop real quick and say, Hey, can I, can I ask you a few questions? And just like, pot just record you know what i mean uh, on yeah. my phone and say hey hey man so tell me real quick what your thoughts are um on a uh, this kind of electrical panel you know go you know just two minutes man you know this yeah. is going out to you know, thousands of people <laughs> build it up i don't care um I, what electrician what if if i was on the side of the road and i'm about to inspect the house and somebody came it's like hey i'm doing a quick podcast um quick interview can i ask two two questions what do you inspect and how do you inspect it do you think I would say no to that? Hell no. Because yeah, how often does someone ask you for your opinion and something you're a specialist in? That's a, that's amazing. I love this. We don't do it. Nobody does it. Yeah. You know? Yep. And Content right there. It's just this is a this is the way I feel like uh, just and this is just my short stint into this into this industry. We overthink everything. You know, um, it, it's when we make things complicate, complicated complicated um, execution declines. So. We, we overthink all this stuff and it's too hard and we just don't do it. We just don't, you know, we don't, people talk about going to open houses. We don't go to open houses. People talk about calling agents. We don't go calling agents. If you're not calling agents, you have inspection company A and inspection company B. Inspection company B doesn't call any agents. Inspection company A will call 10 or 15 agents a day. This inspection company A will get, will get business. In fact, so here's a trick. So these are all these are all business cards right here of agents. Okay, when I go in and do a home inspection, on the kitchen counter, there's usually four or five, six, right from the ones that did the show into the house. Mm -hmm. They usually just when I do the inspection because they're already under contract, right? The house is not being sold. <laughs> yeah, I take I take those cards, I take those cards, and I put them in my bag. So smart. I get home. I get home the next day, say I just inspected X, uh, X house, I saw your card. You know, if you don't have an inspection company, please use us, you know? And, and the email's a little bit longer than that, right? Um, and then the other ones I called and I did call. And guess what? I called uh, yesterday and I did talk to one agent and her inspector is on vacation. Boom. So I'm doing, I'm doing an inspection for her tomorrow, right? So it's it it works. The question, the thing is, we just people just don't do it. They they say oh, I'm too busy and all this stuff. I'm like, then 
here's a hard truth, then you're looking at a short runway because your your business is not going to last. What a great little hack! I never even thought about that because I remember as an as an agent, yeah, would show houses, all these cards just sitting on the table. What a great use of that! Absolutely. I bet the first time you did that, it felt just like a little like, man, this is like free money here that I'm like grabbing, <laughs> like grabbing the grabbing the cards and shoving them in your bag. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, uh, you know, whenever I can get a business card, whenever I see a business card, you know, it, it's, I, it, you said it's, if I do feel like it's kind of like it's money. It's, it's, that's a resource, right? That's a lead. I'm not paying for a lead. That's a lead. It's sitting right there on the kitchen counter. Free leads. So. What else? What else? Uh, what else top of mind? What else are you thinking? Um, you know, cause I think the value add with the inspections can lead into so many other things, right? Because what if, what if you go in there, your guy goes in there, and the AC needs repair, needs to be replaced even. You know, what if something hits end of life dishwasher? That this could lead into a whole nother world of like, okay, do you do you refer them to the highest rated, you know, dishwasher installer or appliance maintenance people? Uh, I I don't know. All I know is that to put in a dishwasher is super, super easy. Right. So I think it's where it's like. And again, it's, it goes back to checking to see what's legal or not. And I may, I may be wrong on this, um, but I believe that there's a certain threshold. So I think I'm, I might be able to do some kind of work under a threshold. Got so it. So if it's under five, but if it's, say it's 500, I'm only saying this because you can't do any, I can't do any contracting work mm-hmm. over a certain threshold. So I think right. I could do all the work under 1300 bucks or 500 bucks per, that's per, per invoice. You know, okay. um, but to change out a water heater, I, you know, it's, it, or I think a lot of the stuff we can do ourselves. Um, but it's also why not dealing, why not look at contractors who say, Hey, look, I, I inspect X amount of houses a year. I have a report that goes to the agent. So if you do five, think about it, if you do 500 inspections, that inspection report is going to two people, right? It's going to the agent and it's going to the client. So that's a, that right there is a thousand, is a thousand people. Okay. Not only that, but if you do a good job those people that are, um, that usually they're going to tell other people about you because they have that inspection report. I can't tell you how many times people said, oh yeah, I I'm using you James because I saw your inspection report shared by X, by, you know, my friend, my uncle, whatever. So let's just say 500 inspections a year, that's a thousand people at minimum. So if you talk to J&J Plumbing, say, hey, I'm gonna put you in my inspection report for them to call you whenever I find an issue, but it's not gonna be free. So I'll tell you what, you know, for X amount of dollars per month, I'll put you in there and for them to call you. There's no promises in them calling you, right? but I guarantee you know, and if, also, if you do that, um, I'll do a, I'll do a live feed with a uh, uh, podcast Ooh. with you or you Huge. And share, share it to, in, and share it to Instagram um, as, as kind of as a, as a bonus. Would you, what do you be up to now? 20 bucks. So you mean, you mean tell me it's going to cost me my, I, I don't know what the price is. Right. But, uh, but you get my idea of charging them a, in an amount. It's not an amount per inspection. You just say it's a, it's for me, it'd be a flat fee. A, a flat fee. So, um, I guess you could do it by inspection report, but then how do you, how do you track that? And how do you, I don't, you know, we're, 
I can tell you we're going to be offering the ability to do both flat fee and um, per contact form filled out. So then it's a trackable kind of lead source. And bottom line for that J&J plum, for that plumbing company, it's probably going to be the cheapest source of warm leads they'll ever be able to find because, mm -hmm. you know, they're doing home advisor, they're doing thumbtack. They're probably doing all these other ways where it's, they're probably paying 10, 20, 30 bucks, but it's not a warm recommendation from, from you. You know what I mean? Like there's so much power in the trust that you've built with your people that that plumbing company hopefully says, I want that transfer of trust. I'm going to take that all day. Now the, the problem I see right now is plumbers don't need that. Electricians don't need that. Everybody is several weeks out because the housing market is booming and they are slammed. Right. So it's, it, but it's a way to figure out like, okay, so how can you spin it? Um, where they will say, yeah, we're busy, but that'd be great to, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, a, I haven't talked to a plumber or mm -hmm. electrician about this idea yet. Um, uh, you know, are they too busy to be able to accept this? I don't know. But at the same time, we haven't asked yet. True. We haven't asked. And then my, my reply just off the top of my head, if I'm just brainstorming would be, Hey, I know you're probably booked a few weeks out. That's great. You probably don't even want leads right now. The great news about my clients is they don't close for about three weeks, four weeks. Um, yeah. By the time they close, I send them a follow-up email. I uh, let them know, hey, we're connected with some of the best partners in town. Um, if you need anything for plumbing, click here. You probably want to fill up your pipeline. You don't want things to dry up after a few weeks. I don't know if that'll work or not. We'll see, but that would be my pitch. Yeah. 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 So, um, I think, I think it's out there. I think we just don't, we just haven't asked. So I can definitely make that. Yeah. Try to make that work. So that'd be that, awesome. It's a fair point though, because the best in town are probably going to be so backed up. They, they don't even want leads, you know, then do you, you know, are there other high quality plumbers that just maybe don't have a hundred five-star Google reviews? Maybe, you know, that are, that are hungry and willing to take leads. Maybe it's, maybe that's the, mm -hmm. the gem is finding them. Yeah. And here's something else too. So we're talking about the, the, the economy and, the, and the, the housing market that we're in now. Um, you know, I was talking with somebody, somebody the other day because um, they were asking me about the housing market. And I said, but yeah, I'm, I'm um, right now we're in the planning stages for, you know, for a recession. And they're like, wait, how do you, where do you think that? We're not we're even close to that. I'm like, well, I know. Doesn't mean I'm not going to plan for it. You know, we don't, we don't think about stuff that might happen six months or eight months from now because we're living on this high and we're not taking into consideration of things that might happen. I'm not trying to be a doomsday guy. I'm just saying that not everything's, it, not everything so great will last for a long time, right? right. So you right. got to start, start, start planning now. So, you know, um, and that's maybe a way that you can um, talk to plumbers and all that stuff. Hey, we don't know. You know, you're busy now. But call you may you yeah you're two or three weeks out but you may not be two or three weeks out in two months from now and we'll already be set in place so what's your backup plan if your lead stop stop yeah you know I mean it goes back it, yeah it goes back to what I said at the very beginning you've got to define a problem a problem they didn't know they had you right know? and that's all this is marketing one one right so um, if trying to put yeah you're trying to put fear in their in their eyes. Um, but I think, I think, I think it would work. I definitely do.
we're 11 years into a bull market and I, you know, everyone's been saying that for, you know, five, six years that things will pull back, but like interest rates are a real lever, you know, that the government's going to, you know, pull on and those will increase. And so I just want every inspector of ours. I want, obviously I want Spectora to continue to grow and that's through our inspectors, but if inspection volume gets cut by 25%, our job is partly to make sure that you guys still have the tools and we enable the things to still make the same revenue. If you can still make the same amount of money, that's great. So yeah. that's the goal. And I think this is the path to it, I think is deepening that relationship with the homeowner because that's what these multi-billion dollar companies are coming in our industry to try to do, right? They, they want to deepen that relationship. And I think we can take it into our own hands, you know? Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Well, 100%. Can you agree more? What are your thoughts? Um, there's Tom George, I think, on on the episode where he was talking about, hey, I, I'm going to bring in a guy that cleans out gutters, that services HVAC, that um, does sprinkler blowouts. And then there was one other recurring um, type of job that I think he, he was convinced people need every couple months and then trying to sell that as like a subscription package to have kind of that subscription revenue. I thought it was a great idea. Any downsides or reasons not to explore that obviously you got to hire the guy to hire the guys to do it you know well you know yeah but no i think it's i think that's actually an awesome idea um i was thinking um i used to so at ups i used to do marketing and sales right so i had accounts all over the place and um there was this guy who uh, does filters so he does a filter subscription mm filter already to your house. And I just ordered my filters. And, but sometimes people just don't know. We take it for granted that people don't know how to clean the gutter. People just don't. People don't know how to clean their gutters. They're afraid to clean their gutters. I have several friends that are just. Uh, yeah. I don't I, want to deal with it. it. Right. Um, so I think if you can do it, I think if we can do it in house, you know, why, why not? I try especially to if you go, especially if you go back to like what I said earlier, when you go, Hey, if we can try to get that bucket of just clients that forget about the buying and selling for a second mm -hmm. and those kind of clients and say, Hey, Hey, by the way, I noticed this, 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 I'll tell you what, um, for X amount, we'll be able to clean your gutters for you. Here's a picture of it. We'll clean your gutters for you. Um, your filter has not been changed for a while. So we have new filters in the truck. We're going to put a new filter in and um, we're going to pressure wash your driveway and your sidewalk and your decks. And I'll do that for $650 if you, if you want to do it. Um, do you want to, is that something that's uh, of interest to you? Boom. I'm sold. I, it, I don't want to have to remember to change my furnace filter. Like I, I, I'm late every time. I keep saying I'm going to put it on my calendar and I just want one company to blow out my sprinklers, change my furnace filter, clean my cutters. And I would probably pay, you know, and I, I think I represent the typical millennial slash maybe Gen X. I'm kind of in a sandwich in between those two generations, my, you know, my generation and the one above me. I'm pretty sure I represent the typical one where it's like, I know how to do a little bit, but I don't want to do all that. I just kind of want to say, charge me a hundred bucks a, a month or whatever. And uh, let's get it going. Well, look, it's, uh, I mean, guy, especially well, guys and ladies, doesn't matter what the sex is, but, um, you know, people pay for what dollar shave club. So you'll, you'll, you know, you get stuff you want, you want, you want it to be easy is what I'm trying to get at. Yes. You want stuff you want, 
people, even if someone knows, like, listen, I know how to clean my gutters, but if somebody would come to me and say, hey, I'll clean your gutters, do this and do this, where do I sign? You know, we had a, um, we had a five yards of mulch, you know, delivered. And this, we had a huge heat wave about a month ago. And I was out there and I was one wheelbarrow and I would dump it, you know, and I was swearing like crazy. I've walked through the sprinkler, you know, and I'm just, I can't do this. And then I went in the house and I lay down, you know, started falling asleep. There was a knock on my door and it was a guy who says, Hey, I saw that you have a bunch of mulch, you know, um, you know, do you, do you want any help? And I'm like, yeah, how much you want to charge me? He says, I'll charge you 120 bucks and I'll just, I'll put it, you know, over there and I'll, I'll smooth it all around. I paid that in a heartbeat. <laughs> I, went back in, I went back in and took a nap. <laughs> I woke up from my nap, went outside, paid him, and then he left. And I look at my yard and I'm like, that, that, that is done. So I think it's not, could I do it? Yeah. Do I know how to do that? Yeah. But it's on, it's on ease. So if you can sell people the ease of it, look, look, we're here now. I have the equipment here now. I have your filter right now. I have the water pressure now. Why, why not? Why, why not? Yeah. Here's a button. All right. Here, here's a, I just sent you a text. Just tap on that button and click. Okay. And then you're all set. I think if we make it convenient in that way, 100%, I think this will change our industry because you got people ordering $16, you know, milkshakes or juices just to have it delivered to them because it's easy to do from their phone. Right. They just click a few taps and it gets delivered. Man, I, I, I do DoorDash and I am sad to say, but for like, you know, I mean, I've overpaid for food, you know, I have. And so, um, you know, I get done with the bill, the fees and all that stuff. I'm like, geez, well, this one has to go out, you know, half an hour later, it's on my doorstep and I'm enjoying my, my food, right? So I think convenience uh, will be a huge part of that. You know, you mentioned pressure washing. I'm trying to think now what else this could apply to. Um, you know, you think of other lower consideration projects, um, where there's either a lot of supply of it, a lot of, you know, painting people don't, people can paint. Do they want to probably usually not? Yeah. 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 I, yeah there's, um, I, I don't want to go off subject, but an idea that I had a long time ago, my wife made fun of me, but, um, I told her again the other day and she's like, Oh, that's actually not a bad idea. Something changed, but, um, it's totally off <laughs> rabbit trail, but, taking garbage cans in and out that's like i would pay a company if they would come and move my garbage cans to the street and then at the end of the day put my garbage cans back up yeah i 100 i never like doing that i never like doing that. and do you know why because usually it's like it's 10 o'clock 11 o'clock at night i'm like oh shoot the garbage cans have to go out right yep. so you know i think there's you just gotta take a whiteboard and you just gotta start writing a bunch of these ideas down and figuring out what is that low hanging fruit that people can say, Hey, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll pay, I'll pay X amount of dollars. If you can do this, 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 you know, that's fine. And not only that, but you can hire a college student. You can pay the guy 15, $16 an hour to do it. Right. I mean, let's be honest. I'm not going to be doing that stuff. No. You know, I'm going to go out. I mean, I'm going to go out. I'm going to go out selling this stuff and I'm going to hire, you know, my nephew or, or some kind of college student to be able to, to do that. Can you run a pressure machine, uh, uh, you know, pressure washer? Not, not that hard. You know, it's not that hard at all. Um, so window cleaning? Window cleaning, another one. Boom. See, it never, it doesn't end. And, and I want to remind people, I talked about, I was talking with Mike this morning about 
we are in an age and a golden era of the, I call it the Uber slash Postmates DoorDash generation where everybody wants to just outsource everything. If you give them a button that includes home ownership, that includes every millennial and, you know, and Gen Z that's buying a home right now, they don't want to do any of this. So who's going to do it? Who's going to soak it up? And so I think that just screams opportunity. And I think home inspectors, they have to start believing they can be the company that does this and the, and the, the rewards will accrue to the companies that say, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it's going to take some logistics, but we're going to find the right people to do it. I mean, you know, back to window cleaning, it's like, what if you, you charge for, you know, I don't like the term, you know, annual home maintenance, because I feel like that's been done and tried. And so it's kind of lost. It's, it's, it's for me anyway. It's lost. Well, we need a new name. Yeah. We need to call it something else. We definitely have, we definitely have to rebrand that, but whatever that price might be, you know, you don't have to do the window cleaning yourself. You partner with a different, with another company, right? Um, say, hey, I'll tell you what I do. How much would you charge me to go to this house to do window cleaning? What, you know, like I said, I could promise you maybe 50 jobs a year. I don't know, X amount of jobs a year. Again, for, you know, for, usually I do $20 a window, but for you, I'll do like 10 to 15. Good. Because I'm going to be charging $20 a window for that client. You know, so yep. in, in that, now, whatever, you know, in, in a group package. Um, so you don't have to do the, you don't have to do yourself. You just have to get creative and leverage and figure out who you want to use, who, who you want to utilize to maximize your revenue. Yeah, I'm on board with this. I, I, I can't wait for the future with this because I feel like um, a lot of fragmentation in the contractor spaces where people go, people just Google it every time. And then they end up on Yelp or home advisor or Google reviews and we're giving them a source. Yeah. Don't, you know, I tell the new people, don't be afraid of, what other people say, you know, that don't, you know, uh, don't, don't run your business according to Facebook. You know, I, I think, you know, my fault early on was you'd look and you see all these ideas pop up in Facebook and all that stuff. And then people just tear it down like crazy. And like, oh, I guess that idea is not going to work. So <laughs> um, you can't, you, you can't do that. You got to surround yourself with like-minded people and um, whether, whether they're in the uh, inspection business or not, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to wrap myself around people that's not in the inspection company, but people that actually I have a couple of people that have grown businesses. And I say, man, can you help me grow my business? And he's like, man, I don't know anything about home inspections. That's perfect. That's what we want. Perfect. I want, I want you to teach me how to run my business and grow my business. According to you, you're a CEO of a tech company. I know that. Tell me how to tell me how to, how to, how to, how to grow my, my business and market share. So um, and I think it's working, but uh, it's, we have to think outside the box. Yeah. And the, there's always, there's so much room in the cheap seats for people that aren't on the field to throw peanuts and, and it's not even worth listening to. Like, I want to hear from people that are doing something that are actually trying to take a risk and, and grow their business. Everyone else, I just kind of ignore. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, you know, shout out to your team. I know that, um, you know, we talked earlier about websites. And so another, another thing I've learned just by talking to other people is, um, you go through, look at several other websites in the about us section. So this is kind of the direction I think we're headed. Um, so Spectora's as we speak is writing my new website. So that should be launched hopefully soon. So nice thank you guys. Um, but it's the about us. If you go to every single inspection company, the about us is how many years they've done contracting or how many years they've done the, the but the about us needs to really be about the client and it needs to be about the person looking at it, right? Because 
you're, you're saying that you have 15 years of construction work. It doesn't solve my problem. <laughs> right? It right? doesn't. It doesn't solve it. It tells me how long you've been doing it. Right. right? You say, you know, 15 years, I have 15 years in construction and you have um, popping floors, cracking walls and doors that don't line up, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll fix that for you. Right. Or for the inspection company to be something else, something I said earlier is, uh, you know, you have moisture in your walls, you have windows that don't open and close, you have plumbing issues. We're going to find those for you. So now I just, yeah, I'm going to hire this guy because he's going to solve my problem. So I did a little, um, um, experiment, if you will. And yesterday I went to local websites and just websites in general, mm-hmm. all Kevin, all, all about, of them. even if, even my website right now, I'm, I'm in there, right. It's all about me. And, um, I think part of rebranding and changing that direction to where we want to go as an industry, we got to start, like, it's not about us. We got to start figuring out how we're going to solve the problem for these people. And then we'll see a huge increase in our industry of, of different revenue streams. True marketer right there, man. You are, you are a true marketer. It's, it shows. Cause I think that's the key foundational principle to being a good marketer is thinking about how the receiver of the message is viewing it. And you're absolutely right. We're just, we haven't even begun to get good at that as an industry. No, I'm not, I, I didn't, I didn't create this business to just do home inspections and go home. You know, I did yeah. I don't my goal is to eventually not do home inspections. My goal right. is to run a right. So, you know, if I, if I can, if I have to think some strange ideas and not every idea is going to be a, an award-winning idea, um, you know, my ask the inspector at a coffee shop, that would be, you know, that would go in the, uh, in a failure book, but I, I, but I tried it, you know, I can't say I didn't try it. Um, so we'll see what the future looks like. Can you start asking buyers or do some informal surveying? Cause I I'm so fascinated now with just asking buyers both after the inspection. And then maybe even a few weeks later of like, what else are you struggling with? Like what else in terms of the home could you use help with? I'd be curious. I'd be so curious to hear their answers. I'm sure we could find some surveys, whatever, but. Yeah, I think, I think, um, Yeah. Do buyers after they've done the, through the whole process and that stress is over and they're in the house and they actually want to hear from you, hear from you. I don't, you know, I don't know, but I think I have some, I definitely have some clients that call me back and have mm-hmm. questions or that, that would probably be the, that, that would probably be the primary, you know, um, um, way of doing things. Um, yeah. So. Cause I anecdotally, I think we have a great handyman. We lucked out one of my wife's friends, husband's, and we ask them everything now. And I, I can't keep, I can't get the idea out of my head that home inspectors can be that company. It doesn't have to be them. doesn't have to be you specifically, but maybe your organization is that for every new home buyer where they just come to you because they know you're kind of the gateway to like solving their problems. That's the future I envision. Yeah. And uh, there's a couple of things I, I wanted to ask you too, but um, one is, one of the things we're going to do is, and this is by what I said, by just by stopping by and asking electricians and all this stuff. And I'm going to do, I'm going to do that. Um, but if it's on the report, if I say you need uh, put in a, GF, G, a GFCI outlet, and here, here's something more real. My bath exhaust fan, it's starting to get all dirty, right? Mm-hmm. You need to clean. By the way, that could be one of the things. We'll clean your bath fan. Yeah, that's a good one. No, 
that nobody does that, right? So, but you have bath fan. Uh, how do you clean your bath fan? So what I'm going to do is I'm actually I'm, I'm going to buy the equipment, and my 14 year old is going to record me. How do you clean a bath fan? It's going to be on the YouTube, and then there's going to be a link on the on the report that's going to go directly back to my website, yep. showing on that of how to do that. And it's going to be just a list of how to videos, right, with a with a direct link. Um, so I think if you can get in that habit of of talking to your clients and your clients say, Hey, I'm going to go back to this website of how to do a certain things. There's something that you mentioned in a podcast a while ago, and I I don't remember it's about services and maybe, maybe the word inspection is getting lost, or maybe that's maybe the word inspector or inspections is being overwhelmed. Um, You know, maybe you, you, I think you're talking about all these in in a podcast, you're talking about all these other services that we we could possibly do, you know, maybe it's like, instead of Bridgetown inspections, maybe it's Bridgetown home services. Mm. You know? um, and then you just brand, yeah, we do inspections, we do this, 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 this. Um, I think that might actually be the answer instead of being so hung up on inspections. And by the way, this goes not just with our industry, but when I talk to agents about this, like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, hey, you, you're just stuck. You're just stuck because it's been going the same way you're just a yellow cab doing the exact same, doing the exact same thing, right? And you're just not use of if 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 ten, how long has Uber and Lyft been around? Gosh, probably 10, 10 12, 15 years now. Okay. So let's go, let's go, let's go 20, let's go 15 years from now. If I said, hey, by the way, taxis are gonna probably be slower and you're gonna have strangers pick you up in your car to take you somewhere, you'd be like, no way. And if you're a taxi driver. You'd be like, no, nah, that would never work. You know, I'm just gonna go ahead and drive my taxi. And I think that is the wrong mindset. And I think that mindset does not allow you to grow. We never hear from the people that get passed up and go out of business. You know, we never hear back from them. And that's the that's the the I think the the hard part is everyone. It's easy to naysay, but we'll never hear from them again if things go this way and they didn't get on board. You know, and so you're right. It's that's how innovation works, right? I have agents that are upset at um, Open Door, Zillow, but guess what? Their their industry, um, what do you call it? It's a word I'm looking for. You know, they're they're going to come in and they're going to they're, they're disruptors. Things yeah, they're, they're disruptors. disruptors. They're disruptors, and so I guess I'm trying to figure out way how I can be a disruptor. Yeah, well, well, we're talking about it. We're we're talking about it. What? Anything else on your list uh, that you want to hit up before we got to run here? No. Um, no, just that, just, uh, you know, one of the things I've learned is surround yourself by like-minded people, think outside the box, and don't just be so focused on home inspections, talk to other people, listen to other podcasts, other, other industry podcasts. Any recommendations? Do you have any others that you've that kind of have struck a chord with you? Um, definitely the Business Made Simple podcast. They, they, they launch something once a week. Um, I listen to, um, bigger pockets. I'm sure you know who they are. Good one. Uh, but I listen to that one. Um, Greg, uh, Craig Gershell, um, I think I pronounced his name right, but, um, he does leadership, just how to be a, just how to be a better leader, you know, okay. um, personally, um, and in, and in business. So, um, he's a pastor, but he talks to business owners primarily. Um, so those are the, those are the three that I, my go-tos and spectator podcasts of course awesome i'll throw in um i'll throw in my first million so it's uh it's a it's literally a brainstorming podcast and it's usually tech ideas but it 
it's very easy to, sh- to take what they're saying, try to apply it to our industry and think about what's possible. So it gets my creative juices flowing. Yep. Yep. Cool. So uh, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's about all, man. Awesome. Well, I'll link to those. I'll, uh, um, I'll link to all those in the description. This is awesome. I love this. This is way, just like you said, this is more fun. This is what you wanted to do. This is what I wanted to do. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how people respond, but thank you for reaching out. I think the success and kind of everything you've gone through, even in the last year is amazing to see. And uh, sounds like you're just getting started. So I, I love it. Yeah. You know, it'd be fun to do is do a round table. So maybe invite, you know, I don't have to be invited. I'm just saying do like a five or six inspectors that you've had on before and do a round table and just throw out spitball ideas. You know, Done. that's just, a, that's just an idea. So. Done. See, we brainstormed about brainstorming and it's going to happen. There you go, man. Awesome. Well, thanks. <laughs> All right, James. Thanks, brother. We'll talk to you soon. All right. All right. Hi, everyone.